2: giving voice to liberty in our time.
1: Joey Clark.
2: Welcome to it, folks. It's Friday! Yes! It is freaking Friday. I've been waiting for this day all week. Not... Mm, Not... Having any tobacco in my system all damn week. It's got me going, man. I'm like punching the air for no reason. <laughs> and I'm going by the fair tonight. We're gonna eat some craft food. No, it's delicious, but it's bad for you. Call me a Van Halen kick. I can't help myself. Oh yeah, by the way, Brett Kavanaugh is probably going to be approved. He'll be your next Supreme Court justice. We got a young girl who pulled a 1,500-year-old sword out of a lake. So somebody make her the head of some damn government. And somebody call me a doctor because I just feel too good tonight. Too good.
0: Sounds like you're living in a powder keg throwing all sparks.
2: Yeah. No, and I'm tired of these damn protests. What is protesting? It means, well, what about the Boston Tea Party, Joey? Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. Most of the protesters these days. It's a job. Yeah, well, it comes across like this. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> we are the knights who say No, not the Knights who say me. The shame! The shame! Who are you? We oppose Brett Kavanaugh. No, the shame! Yes! Why don't people just talk like that? If we're gonna do politics correctly, if this is the new era of yelling your head off and just getting angry at people, let's at least do funny voices when we do it.
0: Well, I think, Joey, sometimes you wear stretchy pants. You wear stretchy
2: pants? <laughs> oh, do you mean... When you are a man, sometimes you wear stretchy pants in your room. It's for fun. <coughs> just for fun, man. Yeah, just for fun. <laughs> but it's gotten so absurd out there that, you know, I, uh, I don't tremble for this country because... You have to step back. It's what I was teaching people earlier this week, that politicians are asshats.
0: And there's enough ding-dongs on both sides exactly. to keep it honest.
2: Yeah, so all <laughs> you ding-dongs out there listening, expecting news on a Friday, pick up your phone. That's the news. We can. I can see what's in the news. Excuse me. I'm going to calm down here. I'm not protesting. It's the, wish,
0: the withdrawals getting to him. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> but all you ding dongs out there a listening, pencils in the roof. <laughs> you don't have to pay attention to these assets all day, every day. It's not good for you. It's not good for you. Just like, you know, guys out there. And you ladies, because I know you ladies do it too back me up on this. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. ladies didn't back me up on this, Southernwood. The ladies do this, too. Uh, well, all I, you people I'm, I'm that I'm are out to, there. I've got
0: to listen to what you say now. I mean, I'm not giving you content. No, cont- just cont- go lot.
1: do do what Seth just did. Just, just agree. agree with just me. Just agree with him. It? He's a
2: smart man. Smarter than both of us combined. But anyway, all you fellas out there and all you ladies, because I know you do it too, don't they? eh? Hey, Southernwood. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We all know, all you men and women out there, you can't be watching all that pornography. Mm. Because you're going to get unrealistic expectations. Oh. So, be careful when you're alone. Idle hands. Do the devil's work. Do the devil's work. <laughs> Don't you be playing. With. The man. Yourself. (laughs) With the man. (laughs) I don't know why I turned into a hack preacher there for a second. But, uh, no, but but don't. You'll get unrealistic expectations. You really will. Use your imagination. Right. (laughs) Use your imagination. Self-denial is the best way until you don't deny yourself at all. I mean, when you were,
1: like, 12, you used your imagination a whole lot.
2: Yeah. Well, no, I remember in Catholic school, they taught us this senior year. Of uh, delay gratification, oh, uh-huh. and, like, and delayed but ending the, of gratification. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't like say, like, how long do I delay it? <laughs> because isn't the wants. whole point? It, you're not saying no gratification. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be one thing to live, like, an ascetic, like, lifestyle. That was some of the Buddha and folks over there in India had this idea of, like, just get rid of all desire and any hope for any pleasure or gratification whatsoever. Because your desire is what creates suffering in your life. So if you have no desire, you'll be fine. You'll be able to kind of just see the world flow by and see your life pass by. That's a very crude understanding of it, at least. But that's not what I was taught. (laughs) <laughs> I got to put some gum in my mouth. Is so it working? Yeah, it's helping. Yeah, see? It helps. So, <laughs> for some reason, when I put the gum in my mouth, I become a different person. I don't know why. I you sound out. like
0: Bernie Sanders. <laughs>
2: no, no. Bernie Sanders is more here. Like the millions, the billionaires. We're going to have free health care. going to have free college. Education. Even if it's a two-year community college. We're gonna fight the millionaires and the billionaires. Money ruining our society. That's more point sentence. But Anthony scamuccis, you know, more like the mooch is here. The mooch is right here, and I'm chewing my gum. I'm gonna knock out all the bad eggs in the Trump administration. But they taught me in Catholic school, not they taught smack. me not to not smack. to get rid of gratification altogether. they weren't Buddhist over there. They were telling me to delay the gratification, but they never told me how long. Like why? Is there just some big payoff later? Are you still waiting? Yeah. Oh, I've been waiting a while. Well, I'm like I'm about to explode over here. Over here. <laughs> about to explode over here. Like I've been saving up all my talents. I don't know what I'm doing tonight, guys. I just don't know. It with the lack of tobacco has me going in and out of voices. And I have nothing... Like, help me, guys. You're both here all the time. Have you ever (laughs) seen me like this?
1: I'm not touching this one. This is great. You look so stressed out. I tried to tell you to suck on something earlier in the week. You didn't want to do it. Some candy. Right. Some candy,
2: okay? Why does everything... Yeah, at Southernwood, why does everything have to be sexual with you? I mean, that's a big knock against this show. It's always about sex. I remember the lady it, that called you. That was so funny. Well, fun. if you your talk like, like this, maybe you <laughs> shouldn't want to be thinking about sex because your voice sounds this way. Yeah, man, I had somebody tell me that
1: it sounds like everybody you're talking to, you're hitting on them.
2: Yeah, you in
1: particular? Yeah. You do have a sultry voice. Did, am I hitting on you now, 84, Mr. Wood? Uh-huh. How are you?
2: <laughs> you see. did just call Mr. Wood. Uh, I mean, work.
0: you've got your hand on my leg right now. What? I, I don't know if you're just seeing how many hair follicles I have or... If Oh whoa 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 that's a little bit a little bit high there mm-hmm. cousin. A little high. <laughs>
2: Did y'all see the video of Trump with uh, toilet paper on his foot earlier? No, it was pretty funny. I did not say that, that. he was climbing up into Air Force One, and he literally had. I mean, it's a piece of paper stuck to the bottom of his shoe. That's all. Awesome. He's like climbing up, and he turns around and does the wave. And then as he's getting into the plane from the stairs, the into the plane, he kind of rubs his foot on the threshold, and the paper comes off. But he definitely walks all the way up the stairs, totally paper on his foot. Hilarious. That's See, awesome. See, and this is the thing: I posted that as a horse as a Rorschach test because some people. Look at that and go, <laughs> like you would with one of your buddies. got <laughs> toilet paper on your foot, bro. Don't tell him yet, don't tell him. <laughs> Let him walk around and think it's not there. And that's how I thought of it. I'd sell the video and was like, that's hilarious. Some people are like, yeah, and he's ruining the country. And other people are like, oh, the damn media. The damn media always going after him. It's like, why can't it just be a funny moment? <sighs> Yeah, you know? It he, shows those yeah, so you know.
0: he's, he's ruining the country so bad <laughs> that the unemployment rate is 3.7. Right. Lois has been since 1969. He is a terrible president. He's horrible. I mean, he's, he's god-awful. Right. Everybody's got a job, and you can't find help. He is a terrible president. There was actually a story written that... Employment was so high that companies were not being able to find people to work for them. There was not enough employable people to fill the jobs that they had. It's it's god-awful out there. It's it's horrible. Amazon, they raised their minimum wage to $15 an hour. Not because it was mandated to them. But because they said, "Hey, we want to keep the people we have." Yeah, but uh, that that's was a little bit of a... terrible.
2: That was a little bit of a political ploy. Well, No what happened and is okay. Everybody now starts at fifteen an hour. Means they're going to take away a lot of benefits oh, or certain yeah. other hours. You get something. From and that's exactly them. what yeah. they did. The, what they take away? I think one was like uh, matching, like with 401 ks. Or, like, the degree to which they would match and think other had to do how. Big the health insurance was. I've it was some you. other benefits or cost sharing yeah, programs. Sneaky bastards. So, yeah, okay, you got a higher wage, nominal I, that's wage. That's
0: part be. of being in business, though. No, and that's, yeah, that's fine. Not having insurance. That's fine. <laughs> no, you have to have insurance. I know. Your, your president, Barack Obama, insured us <laughs> that we Why? would have. Why? President. Why? Don't because stop. you're a freaking liberal. I know you Who? are. What? Yes. No. Yes, don't. Yes. Uh uh-uh, uh. You hey. know.
2: Hey, keep the politics off my show, man. Don't talk
1: about me about that kind of stuff. You know why? Because I don't know anything. He's wearing a Rob Zombie shirt. (laughs) Yeah, I know scary. I don't know politically.
2: And look at you tonight. Yeah. Look at at you, Southern. Roll your sleeves
1: up. All of a sudden, I'm the enemy. And
2: it's not like you just got them bunched up. You got those rolled up tight. Don't make me get Emily on you. You got a quite a worker stand,
0: like farm stand going well, on I too. That's why I got my sleeves rolled up. I mm-hmm. need a little more vitamin D.
1: You know, you're you know, a little, trying to tan a little, your shoulders. A little,
0: yeah, a little extra. And you know, last night we we had we had the best night last night. Uh, Nanny and Ree, number two and three. Okay, they, they, they play volleyball last night. Yeah. and and we actually have a homecoming for the volleyball team. At Ezekiel, and uh, I mean they did. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I know everybody brags on their children's. Savannah played. How many probably, numbers do you have? How many
1: numbers? You said number two and three, so I'm a new. I'm yeah, assuming. two and three. I got four. Oh, okay. you got four. The uh,
0: but 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 Savannah, I wouldn't say she played a perfect game, but she did not make one single error in the first game, That's and awesome. I've never seen any child. Mine or anybody else do that. I mean, she was dynamite last night. She was awesome. That's awesome. And and then after the game, they had what was supposed to be Powder Puff. Which, you know what powder puff football is? That's where the girls cheerleaders in the go out. And, yeah. Stantily clad women
2: tackling not, each other. No. Uh, Joey! Powerpuff We're talking high day. school. Yeah, oh, women play powder football. puff
0: is when the, the, the cheerleaders play football. play football and the football players... Do cheerleaders wear
2: a lot of clothes or something?
0: I mean, and they are covered. Okay. Okay. And so but anyhow oh, I'm how,
2: confusing it with something
0: else. So anyhow we had <laughs> I'm, we had I
2: apologize. What
0: was <laughs> quote unquote powder puff mm-hmm. volleyball last night. I apologize. And that was I a, apologize. That was a combination of of parents and and kids and football players and mm-hmm. basketball players and it was mostly boys mm-hmm. and we got out there and and played and had a little tournament between all of us. We had the best time last month. That's awesome. I mean, it was it was really great, uh, and we won both games, played a really good team, dominated them. Did I
2: mean, y'all actually keep score?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo- both ways. I mean, the, the games counted. I mean, that's league okay. games. Okay, yeah, yeah. And well, Nanny, I was talking
2: about the powder puff.
0: Yeah, no, Nanny, Nanny opened the game up. I got to brag on my youngin' first. Nanny opened the game up. At nine straight points, she was killing it, just Mm. humiliating the other team. Don't let up.
1: No slack ever. Exactly. Beat them and just stomp them into the ground. Right, right. Yes, and I know you're going to mess up, but you didn't mess
2: up last night. I'll leave you alone. See, but you, you should you should do that. You should have that mentality of winning isn't everything. It's the only thing, but you shake the person's <laughs> hand <laughs> afterward. Really hard, well, look them in the he eye he and he say, he <laughs> hey, you suck. No, <laughs> no, that's, no, see, that's, that's, what no, look the, at him, he's that's what the Knights Who Say <laughs> Knee do up there on Capitol Hill. It's like, well, we'll we'll be bipartisan, bend across the aisle, and then it's like, yeah, but you didn't do it. ha, 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 like it's an old video. College campuses. Look at the damn president of the campus. Don't wave your hands at us. It's threatening. And then when he doesn't wave his hands anymore, they laugh at him. And it's like that bad sportsmanship. Yeah. It's poor sportsmanship. Anyway, back to your long-winded yeah. story. No, you. <laughs> it aren't they all? The most uh, of them are.
0: <laughs> Both of y'all. The, uh, but, th- you, Bear Bryant said this. He yeah. said. He said. Winning may not be everything. Is that the uh, the guy who coached Alabama? Yeah, Bear Bryant, the second best coach in the history of college football. He said winning may not be everything. Was he at he uh, was Texas A
2: and M before going to Alabama? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did and he, he play, said he was um, actually. Did he play with a broken leg. He was. At, <laughs> I don't think
0: he did he that. I don't best? know about all no, that. I mean, the first best. All right. miles, all right. He was at Kentucky and Texas takes saying, Hey, y'all are now y'all are making my story longer. That is anyway, unnecessarily. I'm just trying to
2: make sure Unnecess- people know what Bear Bryant we're talking about. That is unnecessarily. <laughs> what? He were the houndstooth. Bear <laughs> Bryant. He said I it was plaid.
0: He <laughs> said. He said winning may not be everything. Yeah. But the second best choice is a hell of a lot worse than losing. Okay. Think about it for a second. Let what it sink it? in. Winning, winning might not be everything. Winning may not be everything, right? But coming in second is a hell of a lot worse than not winning.
2: Uh huh. I'm How, not sure. That's that one is, of those. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. You're no, just the first loser.
0: That's right. Coming in second, even if you come in second, you're not winning. Right. It's a lot better to win. And it may not be everything. Why wouldn't he just
2: say it's, that it's like winning is the only thing? is isn't everything, <laughs> it's the only thing. Vince Lombardi is better than Bear Bryant in this case. Not when it comes to championships necessarily, but when it comes to sayings, I'm going with Lombardi. Hey, hey, I, all I'm doing
0: is quoting... Lombardi has a trophy named
2: after him.
0: Yeah, and so does Coach Bryant. With what trophy? The Bryant... Trophy. That's the greatest. uh, the The college, the best coach, Uh head coach in college football, named after Bear Bryant. That's the The guy who coached at Alabama. Yeah, that dude. And I'm not an Alabama fan. I am an Auburn fan through and through. War Eagle. War
2: Eagle. Hell yeah! I want to get to some of this. uh, This one of the craziest (laughs) news stories in a second, because this show's off the rails. Let's first go to the phone and see who this is. (laughs) What the hell are we doing tonight? You're on the air. How about it? 69. Joe. Hey, sir. How you doing? Good name. Great handle. Love that number. Man, I'm just...
0: I'm leaving the hate field. Listen to Neil. How's, uh...
2: How's quitting the, the, the Snuff uh Snuff coming along. It's not going so great. Oh, you're the guy who called earlier this week, right? Kind of rubbing I- in my face, picking at me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you come unglued on me. What's the deal, brother? Well, you're kind of being a ding-dong, man. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I thought he was being an asshat. Well, uh, it's more ding-dong than asshat. I'll teach you the difference in a little. Oh, uh, okay. Don't be a nutbag. Oh, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with almonds. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. I just want to call and you know and just crap
1: with y'all a
0: few minutes.
2: Yeah, I'm doing a little better, in all honesty. honesty. Uh, <laughs> a lot better. Not great. Better. Not fantastic. No, I want some tobacco! Oh Joey. oh Joey, 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 Joey! Yeah. Guess, guess. what, buddy? What? I just put me in a big old painted Copenhagen snuff wallet. So that's how it's gonna be. Oh look at look at this guy! Look at this joker! Southern Woods pulling out a can of grizzly long cut, fine cut. No, oh Lord, he's pulling it out right in front of me. The tobacco too. <laughs> Oh Lord! What is, uh, folks? This is just. I guess this. You're all friends. This you're is, all friends now. I guess you. He. I, I'm <laughs> speechless now.
1: Joey, this is your hell.
2: Let's get to this story real quick. Like seriously. Hey, you're how chill, did you man. do that? Why would you do that? Do what? I just. I didn't use a
0: pinch of snuff. and you have to. No, you don't have to do it right in front of me. Yeah, You, you have could have done it subtly. You have to tap it and get it where it's settled, where you can get a good pinch.
2: I am only thinking about that and that only at this moment, folks. Like I'm, I usually am 90% of the time thinking about sex. Now I am thinking about the tobacco. And it's not even a flavor I like. It's not even a cut that I like. But I just want a tiny bit right now. Can you give me a tiny bit, please?
0: No, <laughs> I'm not. You asked me to be your accountability partner, and I'm being accountable to you. I thought you you turned me down on that. No, I told you I would watch you, but
2: I told you I was not going to quit. So you get to put it in your mouth right in front of me, but I don't get any tobacco. That's correct. Chew that gum, man. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Look at my integrity, folks. Look at my integrity. (laughs) Anyway.
0: Buy stock in Ellipse. Gum Eclipse. Ellipse or Eclipse? It's, it's, I don't know. No, how, it's, how <laughs> it's Eclipse.
2: It's Eclipse. But uh, it. you know how crazy the academic world can be? Like, it's even so nut, like the jargon, I I used to be really good at it. That's why I would get, you know, hundreds of my essays. So I could just throw a bunch of bullcrap out at them. They'll buy it. Half the time they're like, I don't even know what he's saying, but he put it together well. Yeah, it's called BSing. Especially if you get into like existentialism, it's like hmm, I can, see. oh the, the character in this novel, uh, it reminds me of when Dante is going down into one of the circles of hell and he feels neither alive nor dead in front of Satan. And that's really the the true existential angst of this character right here. And it just, it's just bullcrap. But it's gotten even worse with uh, certain. Sectors And some guys that consider themselves left-leaning are crazy tired of the politically correct world, even in academia. So these left-leaning four people, uh, James Lindsay, he's a mathematician, Helen Pluckrose, editor of a publication called Aereo, Peter Boghossian. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good name. He's an assistant professor of philosophy at Portland State University. So these folks, I mean, on... They're not idiots, and they're obviously involved in academia already, but they're a little bit nuts over how crazy and how easy it is to publish hogwash in peer-reviewed journals. is. So, they purposely built some papers up, studies, as hoaxes. Like, it's complete crap. How do you make it look like it's something legitimate to get it into an actual academic journal? So, one of the hoaxes, one of the hoax papers, was published in April by a, this is an actual journal, called Fat Studies. And this paper in Fat Studies claims bodybuilding is fat exclusionary. And proposes a new classification term, fat bodybuilding, mm. as a fat-inclusive politicized performance. Yeah. Yeah. And that was accepted as like a legitimate study into people who bodybuild are excluding people who are fat. So in order to make people who are fat feel like they can be included in bodybuilding, let's call it fat bodybuilding. So you, you, get, you get fatter Yeah.
0: and that's an accomplishment? Right. Sit on your ass and not do anything and just gain weight. Well, I mean, the person,
2: the editor, Esther Rothblum, said the paper had gone through peer review. And the author signed a copyright form verifying the authorship of the article. This author put a lot of work into the topic, the editor said. It's an interesting topic, looking at weight and bodybuilding. So I'm surprised that, of all things, they write this as a hoax. So she's going to take it down from the Fat Studies website. (laughs) Here's their next hoax paper, folks. Published in the Journal of Poetry Therapy, that's an actual journal, the Journal of Poetry Therapy describes monthly feminist spirituality meetings, complete with a quote-unquote womb room. No, no,
0: no. whoa, 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 whoa. You are are absolutely making that up. That is a lie. No, this was
2: made up. This is made up. I like, room. No, you're making this no, up. No, these three people, this is from a Wall Street Journal, they sent in a hoax paper to the Journal of Poetry Therapy. The talking womb to, room. Yeah, monthly feminist spirituality meetings complete with a womb room and discusses six poems, which Mr. Lindsay, one of the guys perpetrating the hoax, he generated these poems by algorithms and sublight editing. So he just put it in a mathematical algorithms. like, I don't know what this crap means, and <laughs> edited make it seem more That's awesome. plausible. The editor said the article went through blind peer review and revisions before its acceptance in July, but he regrets not doing more to verify, you know, that it was a hoax or not. No. Wow, a mathematical and, formula to come up with a poem. In the Journal of Poetry Therapy, is he said it took forever to get listed in major scholarly databases. So, you know, you work so hard and then you get something like this. <sighs> <laughs> we try to make our magazine, our journal credible and then we get a hoax. But our last hoax paper, and this is my favorite one, reminds me of tonight's sponsor, Four Healthy Pets. Teresa at Four Healthy Pets over on the Atlanta Highway, the Village East Shopping Center. Yeah. You know, the Healthwise Food Shopping Center. Yeah. And you want healthy food for yourself? It's what I've been doing. Well, not tonight, I'm going to the fair and eating big baby. But I've been trying to eat more natural, and it's making me feel better. Brandon was here last night telling me he's changed his diet. He's feeling amazing. Well, you want to do the same thing for your pet. Your dog and your cat isn't benefiting from you going to, like, well, what's the cheapest little crap I can find at the big box store? No. You need to find all natural products, top-notch brands that Teresa herself picks for her own dogs and cats. And then also... Maybe like me tonight. I'm going to the fair. I've been eating healthy and now I'm going to have some treats. Let's mm. get that dog, get that yeah. cat a treat. Some get him that chicken crack. That chicken crack. <laughs> and it's, it's good enough to be eaten by a person. So you know your dog's going to eat. I've heard. It. They're coming up with some turkey crack too. Barron said it was good. It is good. Real, real good. But what I love about Teresa is that you can set up on an advanced kind of order plan. And when I was over there at 4 Healthy Pets, what you find is that everybody knows your name. It's kind of like a Cheers
1: environment. That advance order thing's cool because you know whenever you go to places like that and you got to go get the specific mm-hmm. food for your critter and you get there and it's not there and you're like, oh my god, what am I going to do? i got to buy some other crap and that's not good for that digestive system, you know, because I mean they right. got to eat the same thing every time. If they don't, it messes them up and then you're paying for it when you're wiping up exactly. the puddle out of the kitchen floor.
2: Exactly. And, well, and this is why you go with all natural so you don't even get the upset stomach in the first place. Nah. So go by there. You get to know Teresa by name. You get to know all the animals over there by name the dogs and the cats whether it's Mouse or Jethro, Jethro. I want to you. that is the greatest name ever <laughs> great great pets over there um, and this is why your pet you'll you'll just get it once you go over there again four healthy pets over on Atlanta Highway say hi to Teresa say Joey sent you and uh, also visit them fourhealthypetsonline.com again fourhealthypetsonline.com you'll find all sorts of stuff grooming massage therapy for your pet It's, it's awesome I brought that up because the, lax, the last hoax, paper, it's its so good. You are killing that gum. That gum's going straight to heaven because you're chewing the hell out of it, man. <laughs> Let me throw out that piece because it lost its flavor. You suck the life out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, suck away. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. There's another one I left out. But we'll get to the one on the pets in a second. But uh, there was one. If somebody sent this paper to you, you're not even in academia, both of you. you But this is the title of one (laughs) paper. Never even been accused of (laughs) such. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Accused of worse. (laughs) Quote, here is the name of this paper that got accepted. Our struggle is my struggle. (laughs) Solidarity feminism as an intersectional reply to neoliberal and choice feminism. It got accepted... (laughs) A peer-reviewed journal of women and social network. It's called Aphilia. Aphilia? Aphilia? I think it's actually Aphilia. Yeah, that Aphilia. They accepted this paper, and again, the title of it is Our Struggle is My Struggle, Solidary Feminism as an Intersectional Reply to Neoliberal and Choice Feminism. So just that is like, okay, they're using the jargon, but the people at Aphilia accepted it. Here's the thing. I think the first part of the paper does use the jargon of all the different types of isms and and social studies these days. But uh, the second portion of this paper on solidarity feminism, our struggle is my struggle, the second portion of it is just a rewrite of a chapter from Mein Kampf. They actually lifted a chapter from Hitler's Mein Kampf, (laughs) put it in this paper, submitted it to a feminist women's studies journal, and uh, labeled it, our struggle is my struggle, blah, 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 blah. And it was accepted. Let me guess, it got rave reviews (laughs) as well. I'm sure it did. (laughs) But we're going to have to hit a break here, folks. But it's it's like back. you
0: know you you know the thing that, that really tickled me the most is when uh I think Jay Leno did it and he went out his man on the street thing and he said, Would you be opposed to the suffrage of women? And all the women were like, Oh yes,
2: yes, we can't have suffrage of <laughs> women. Because there's just so many assets. No, we
0: can't. Because people just don't have
2: a damn clue. The nincompoopery is real. Asshattery is real. There are a lot of ding-dongs out there. There are a lot of butt munches out there. You know what? Some of you are even listening. And you know, I'm not being mean. I look in the mirror every morning and go, get out there and seize the world by the you-know-what, Mr. Ding-Dong. Stop being such a butt
0: munch. But they all make me sick in the
2: ass. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yes. Every one of them. (laughs) And again, folks, uh, coming up, here's the paper we're going to go into. Here's the name of it. The last hoax paper. Rape Culture and Queer Performativity at urban dog parks. (laughs) What? (laughs) More on that after this.
1: Joey Clark. Joey
2: Clark. Welcome back. 84 is being a ding-dong. He won't give me any of his tobacco. Won't give me any of his dip. I'm being a friend, man. I'm being a friend. I'm being
1: accountable. Yeah. Yeah, rubbing your face. Hey, you can't have any of this.
2: (laughs) No, I need to be tested like this. This is why men who are about to get married go to strip clubs. It's a test. <laughs> That's because their friends are like, "Come on, man! You know I want this." Uh, you go strip clubs because
0: there's naked women yes, there, man. Buddies. I mean, come on. Uh, if you've res- seen one set, you know what they say. They they know, look you want to see the rest of them? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Real friends take the married man to a concert. It's got what it takes.
2: So that's what you're gonna do with Eric, I know. Yeah, I'm and that's dance. that's awesome. going would be great. Yeah, but uh, in a second, folks, we're gonna get into this last hoax that was perpetrated on uh, some folks in a public. It was published in a journal called Gender, Place, and Culture. Yeah, Gender, Place, and Culture. They published an article called Rape Culture and Queer Porma- Perform- Porn, <laughs> Queer Performativity. These nice. <laughs> words, queer performativity <laughs> at urban dog parks. I don't think I've ever heard the word performativity, performativity. before. <laughs> that's the word I'm looking
1: at. I wonder what? if that's I necessarily.
0: I don't, I think that's that's very unnecessarily.
1: I thought it was ne- necessarily. <laughs> it's no. performative, like you're you're, you're performing. Oh, Ooh, I'd hate to be un-performative.
2: Anyway, anyway, we'll get to the paper in a second. We have an important person. We have uh, William B. How did you introduce yourself off air? Uh, current ass hat, former butt munch, never ding dong. That's good for but, you. No, it's, I'd rather be an ass hat than a ding dong. Yeah, yeah, I've never been a ding dong. Used to be a butt munch, but uh, anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, we and, all go through I just, phases. And I, I just got to say, uh, all three of you are, are extremely necessarily, uh, just wanted to clear that up. Oh yeah, our well, qu- our queer performativity is just flaming <laughs> tonight. <laughs> I'm not a ding dong. I'm a Swiss roll. Oh okay. All right, I got you. <laughs> yeah. mm. Mm. Uh, sounds, all right. uh-huh. sounds tasty. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I see where you're going with that. Okay, I got you. Are you? A- yeah, I just just left seafood bistro headed to the house. Man, nice, got something. Nice. Yeah, got something to go and uh, had to put it in the back seat out of reach so I wouldn't eat it on the way home. But uh, I'm uh, just yeah, munching on my gum here because eighty four won't give me any tobacco. What'd well, good for me? him. Yeah. Uh, It sounds like y'all are having way too much fun. I just had to call
0: and spoil it for you. That's all. Oh, that's good. That's fun. We're up yeah. here. Hey, William, we're up here entertaining ourselves. Yeah. And, well, and that's, that's what we do up here.
2: Yeah, it
1: sounds
2: like another flare-up. to fever blisters back. Radio herpes.
1: Hey, you you know what? For six
0: months, back for two. Hey, I had to do it, man. I had
1: to do
0: it. Hey, there's a dump button right here where I'm sitting right now, so... Uh, uh, good Straight
2: night. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> who gave you the authority to do that, Southern boy? You tell him what the buttons Nobody do and he uses them. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, we love you, William B.
0: Hey, William B. can handle
2: it. He's one of my favorite ass hats <laughs> he, really really he really is. is. He, oh, he what, c- let's see who this is. News Talk, you're back on air. Yeah, ma'am. Hey, who's this? It's Chris. Hey, Chris. How's Just it going? Just remember one thing Mark Twain said, quitting smoking is the easiest
0: thing in the world to do. I've done it hundreds of times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, don't do it, man. Don't, don't start back. It's uh, the greatest thing in the world for you not to smoke. I agree. I agree. And don't do that dipping either, man. That's We're what really. I was doing all the time, the dipping, the grizzly nah, wintering that, pouches. That, that, it, it, your teeth are going to fall out. Don't do it, but Okay. I'll stay strong. Don't I see, appreciate buddy. the word. Thank you, Chris. See, now that's a good man right there. Yeah, man. You might be holding me accountable and all that. Hey, hey yeah, but you asked for it. You're the one waving it all in front of me. Yeah. That and the tobacco. Terrible. Golly. Why don't you put your guns away? Uh-huh. Right. Hey,
0: Making I me feel uncomfortable. I, I can't help it. I can't help it. Everybody is not
2: the God. nature
0: boy over here. Oh,
1: upper arms that are that
2: white. Look at, look at You wish biceps. you were Ric Flair. You ain't no nature boy. Them. Woo! You ain't no nature boy. No, but let's get back to our article that is about hoax studies published by overeducated idiots in the academic world. Now, I'm you can fool people.
1: Talking about Cooter's Pond.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, dog you. parks. Yeah. <laughs> but this last paper, it was published in a legitimate journal called Gender, Place, and Culture. We all have genders. We all occupy places, and there's culture always. You know, that seems reasonable. It, That's the real journal. You seem dumbfounded. It so. could have just been place and culture. Gender, place, and culture. We're talking about how gender plays into place and culture. It's a serious subject, sir.
1: Okay. okay. I'm a dummy, I sh- uh, but still, just saying.
2: But, again, the title of this, li- this article, <clears throat> or this paper that they published that was actually a hoax is called Rape Culture and Queer Performativity at Urban Dog Parks. Not rural dog parks, urban dog parks. You know, the name of it seems absurd on its face. And the author, a fictitious Helen Wilson, purported to have compiled an impressive amount of data regarding her observation of canine sexual aggression at dog parks. Oh, she's talking about... <clears throat> Wilson, who's not a real person, claimed to be affiliated with the Portland Ungendering Research Initiative, which has a domain name but no operating website. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we, we have to back up here. Okay. Just just for a no, moment. No, that's understandable. I'm, I mean, I'm slow. No, you know, <inaudible> I'm just an old country boy. Mm, true that. Old dirt farmer over here. Yeah. What it? What is
2: ungender? I don't. I don't know. Shrinkage. Well, I mean, it kind of sounds like we'll get rid of the the gender. Like no, no, no. Ungender. Because and, and I like don't undo. Like
0: undo. It, I mean, and like maybe a Mulligan. Okay. Maybe I'm stupid, but I I was born on a farm. <laughs> yeah. And and I sure I I'm, I'm I. I I sure I am stupid, (laughs) Mr. Joey, but it's... uh,
2: (laughs) I just, I have to, by the way, I'm going to clip that last, I wish I could do it instantly, but that last 10 seconds, Joey, I I know you're playing it up.
0: No, no, I'm not playing it up. You are. We were were born on a farm, and, and it was like this big deal because we raised replacement heifers. In uh, in the day way back, I mean thousands of years ago, in like 1990,
1: when you got your first cow,
0: when a calf was born, if it was a female, that was a right. good thing on the dairy farm because right. we were we raised replacement heifers and they went into the stock and and became milk cows, and if if it was a bull calf. Then you just raise no, it. You're, and so you're missing, it, but them, but, you're, but you're, here here's the thing. You're missing the
2: point. The the this is being done as satire, as a hoax. That this person, Helen Wilson, who wrote the rape? article, yes, dog rape, yes, the Helen Wilson, the person who wrote <laughs> "Rape Culture and Queer Performativity at Urban Dog Parks." Helen Wilson is not a real person. Helen Wilson, the not real person, who was created by three other people said that she went to dog parks in urban areas and observed hours of canine sexual aggression. She also claimed to be part of Portland's Ungendering Research Initiative, which doesn't actually exist. It's just (laughs) throwing out words just so people go, oh, you're ungendering. Oh, look at how... this That's interesting. Now, Now, maybe they're trying to move anyway, but hold on. Hold on. Here is the underlying data. Wilson, again, not a real person, but spent 100 hours in three dog parks where she made note of a whole bunch of times when one dog humped another. And these are males, right? When the hump... No, wait, this is this is why you have to bring up the gendering and the ungendering. we got to unpack this stuff because it's problematic. <laughs> when the humping was male-on-male, male, dogs... Male dogs. When the humping was male on male, owners intervened in the overwhelming number of cases. But when the humping was male on female, owners were far less likely to stop it. This, the study suggests, might say something about the owner's internalized homophobia and their willingness to overlook female victims of sexual assault.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, uh, Joey, can I give you a peach of snuff? I don't know what's happened to you. I've seen lots of animals, and uh, the animal kingdom...
2: No, <laughs> no but I'm saying. I, I can't even that, say it. I don't <laughs> want to get
1: dumped. <laughs> no, but here's. Oh, your no,
2: no, but you, this is the thing. This is all made up crap. They purposely made it up to see if th- this legitimate journal would publish it. It had to be the title. And they did. Well, and, you know, and honest
0: to God, that's what's sad is that there are intellects that read crap like this that go, oh, that is beautiful, that's wonderful. That is a
1: wonderful paper. It sounds like they read the title and didn't read the rest of the story.
2: No, they actually, I think, read into it. No, by peer-reviewed, you mean several people are reading this and checking it. Uh, They're supposed to.
1: That's insane.
2: No, (laughs) that's how bleeped up our
0: education system is, is. This is Considered a peer reviewed
2: paper. No, but this isn't the first time they struck. This was this year in twenty eighteen, where they really hocked a paper about watching dogs hump each other at a dog park and comparing the gendered out owners for <laughs> me. Again, it's it's like a comedy sketch. It's hilarious. No. And I'll take that tobacco if you want to give me some. No, no. I'm I'm being accountable <laughs> to do it. Don't I'm do being it. accountable. <laughs> Okay, but this is not the first time these uh, these pranksters have pulled one over. In 2017, they succeeded in publishing a nonsense paper. The title of that paper in 2017, <laughs> The Conceptual Penis as a Social Construct.
0: <laughs> hold on. Hold on. You, you go. Yeah, now, wait a minute. Cousin, right. you are going to have to repeat yeah. that. Yeah. The conceptual penis.
1: penis as a social construct. Okay. Alright, let's break this down. What is a conceptual <laughs> penis?
2: I don't know. <laughs>
1: conceptual. Okay.
2: That
0: would be how you would visualize the actual penis.
2: But here's the thing. On that one, it didn't really prove that those journals are... Well, it proved that particular journal is garbage because you can pay to have your stuff published in it. Oh. The other ones they did recently was actually peer-reviewed stuff that was accepted on The Merits. But this one, it was more like, well, we'll, we'll just publish it anyway. No, in all seriousness, it reminds me of a guy I love um, called An Honest Liar as the documentary. It's on James Randi, who stars as a magician, uh, illusionist. And he really studied how to do escape artistry, like Houdini, and became really, really good at it. But then he kind of got bored with doing the escape artist stuff, because it is high stakes. If you mess up, you can actually really get hurt or die. And so he started figuring out, hmm, how can I prove people who claim to have all sorts of powers wrong, and do it in a way that convinces other people they're frauds? And he would go on and do this in all sorts of settings with magicians. And he loves magic. He loves illusionists. He does it himself. But he hates the idea of somebody would use those tricks and then go to people and say, I'm a psychic. Or I'm actually talking to God right now. Like he went to some uh, evangelical preacher, one of these televangelists. And they're like, how's this guy bringing up these people's names and like knowing so much about people randomly picked from the crowd? And what he did is he watched the performance a few times, watched one of these kind of revivals a few times, and he figured out, oh, and he got a... He was able to detect a radio frequency that was on a lesser frequency. Guy had an earpiece in, and on a very rarely used frequency that he was able to pick up they're feeding the information to the, the preacher. Oh, this is like Carol oh. from you know Saratoga Springs. She's uh, this and that, and he would play into it. And even though he reveals this on national television, I think it's a night show, thousands and thousands of people still go to these revivals. And it's the point made with these academic journals, it's the point made in politics, and who's lying, who's telling the truth, Kavanaugh, Or Dr. Ford. Is most of the time, people want to see what they want to see. They're going to believe what they want to believe. They're not looking for the truth. They're looking for their beliefs to be validated. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yep. And that is a big... And I mean, I do it, everybody does it to a certain extent. We're imperfect beings, if that's going to be the standard perfection. Nobody wants to be wrong. And life is very boring if all you're ever doing is... I mean, don't get me wrong. I like to be tricked. I like to... Have my ego stroked? <laughs> I mean, there's things like that where it's okay, fair enough. But
0: and just you have I to be it,
2: self-aware of how we trick ourselves.
0: I think it goes further than what you just said. Nobody does want to be wrong. Want to Nobody be wrong. wants to be wrong. Right. But it would, however, be right however, time. it goes beyond that. Everybody wants to be validated. They want to have whatever their opinion is validated. In some form or fashion, where you can say, "Yep, see, I'm right," it, the, and yeah. that's that's a complete different thing than, "Oh no, I wasn't wrong." When you're validated, there's a thing like in in our judicial system, you're either guilty or not guilty. Yeah, you're not found innocent. Right. In the you're presumed innocent until found guilty. Until found guilty, but you're never found innocent. Right, OJ Simpson. Right, you're never found innocent. You're just not guilty. Is
2: OJ the guy who used to be the football player? Yeah, Juice. Yeah, he the was one in those, who went uh, those on the movies. Big, he was in the the Leslie uh, Nielsen movie, yeah, he, yeah. Airplane? No, it wasn't airplane. Yeah. It was uh, Naked Gun thirty three and yeah. third. And he was a he was a running back, wasn't he? when he yeah. played football. Was yeah, he good? USC. <laughs> he won the Heisman.
0: Oh, he won the Heisman. Was and then, he good? then sold and, it and stole it back. And then what did he do? But he was never found innocent. What he for was, what? He was found not. I remember the guilty. car chase
2: thing. Like oh, then a chase. That was a. That was. He was going to kill himself, no. right?
0: Then yeah. what, why? Why was he running away? What was the guy's with him? The white Bronco. Who who was the guy that was driving the white Bronco? I can't. I don't know. I'm asking you. What did what did OJ do? What was he found innocent or not guilty? He of? was found not guilty uh-huh. of killing his ex-wife. Oh, but hey. he was not found innocent. Oh. And that's. I, and I believe I've heard this. I don't know if it's true or not. I believe it to be true. There are three different verdicts in the uh, British court system, you're either innocent, not guilty, or guilty. Hmm. And you can actually be found innocent over there is you had nothing to do
1: with it and it's, and so Hmm.
0: Hmm. I wish we had something like that, you know, Because
1: you're, you're, uh, win, lose, you're still screwed. You know what I'm saying over here? Right. I mean, there's no innocent as saying you had well, to do it. Well, and the costs, of course, these days. Yeah, yeah. you're screwing your way, not guilty. Pfft. Now, I mean, right. too late for you. They've already put all these thoughts and ideas in people's head, and people run with that stuff, man.
2: Well, look, there's another senator explaining her position on Kavanaugh. Yeah, man, that cares? lady is. Who cares?
0: I'm so sick and daggum
2: tired of freaking Kavanaugh. I'm, well, I'm sick, sick of this. And dag- I'm tired of being sick and daggone tired.
1: Look, at- man, she has a nice orange <laughs> and blue going on. <laughs>
2: Thank God it's Friday, man. Oh, geez, yeah, I just threw out that, that cliche. Man, not having any tobacco. My goodness. Who's this? So you're going to have to call back next week. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, man, that ain't even right. I'm at the fans. I got you a corn dog and I got you a Copenhagen. You What's your fault? No, no, no. Be <laughs> gone. Friday be gone, you, you temptress. I don't know what I'm going to do now, folks. <laughs> I'll be back Monday. Thank you. Thanks for joining me, guys.
1: Joey Clark.